0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's episode, it's a new year, and always a great time to set goals and learn new ways to do things when it comes to stress. There's always new research coming in that we can use to help us reach whatever ambitions we have for 2023. But first up, Timothy Mount is a certified clinical nutritionist and certified clinical master herbalist that has presented at many of the leading natural health conventions and has been featured as a wellness expert on the top natural health radio shows nationwide. We welcome Tim to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, thanks. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show?
1: Yeah, sure. I, uh, for a long time, was not in natural health. I actually owned a real estate company in San Diego and got a little burnt out. But I've always had a passion for, A, helping people and just being healthy. I've been an athlete my whole life. So fortunately, I was able to put myself back through college and, Um, really fell in love with a branch of medicine called functional medicine. And functional medicine really views the body a bit differently than either natural health or Western medicine. Uh, It kind of combines the best of both worlds where you look at the body as a holistic uh, set of systems, but also you use kind of natural products to help support everything in your body, the tissues of your body, before the body breaks. So a lot of times western medicine if you take a blood test or something and you're 98 or 99 you're not diabetic but then you hit one more number up and you're diabetic at 100. So we try in functional medicine to see what's coming before the cliff. You know, let's try to do something about it so you don't have those diagnosable diseases. And that really kind of pushed me into the natural products industry and I became a formulator and um and for a while i had a clinical practice for natural health uh and it's been a great journey it's not uh, the amount of stories that i've heard just touching people's lives it's really why i changed industries it's just maybe the best industry i mean i can't think of a better job than to be able to help people in their health
0: i love that that's great you can see your passion uh today we're talking about stress which we've all been under and especially the last couple of years so let's what is stress
1: yeah. And, and so stress is one of those interesting topics. People are like, well, I know that I'm stressed out, but how do you define it? What, what is it? You know, there's a lot of triggers for stress. Uh, but when it comes to medicine and health, it's actually a very definable thing. You have stress hormones, you have cortisol, you have adrenaline, you're able to test those levels. And so you can tell when somebody is stressed by especially the levels of cortisol in the body. And that stress hormone is A, very important for life. You need some amount of it. It plays a very important role, but chronic high levels of cortisol really do a lot of destruction in the body. And so because of our society and all the craziness going on, especially the last few years, it has been, um, it was already an epidemic In America uh, with our fast-paced lives and so many things going on we're just go 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 and then it's just heightened since then and so we're seeing a lot of people suffer from a number of symptoms because chronic high levels of cortisol break down the body and imbalance you left and right and so it's something that we all have to take very seriously because we can't be healthy when we're just chronically stressed out.
0: So my next question is, how do you know if you have very high levels of cortisol?
1: Well, sometimes it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. You could always take a saliva test if you wanted to. Um, It's a very common test. You can get it ordered from your doctor. Uh, But I think most people kind of just feel it and know if you're chronically tired or if you chronically um, feel anxious or just overwhelmed. Those are really easy signs that, you you probably have pretty high levels of stress, interruption of sleep patterns, uh, imbalance in mood, uh, that type of thing. It's all just symptoms of of stress. And honestly, even the way that we look, Mm. and I think we can all just look in the mirror and go, oh, boy, those bags, or, you know, (laughs) wait, I didn't see that fine line or wrinkle there before.
0: Don't even get me started right now. But, (laughs) yeah, so my next question is particularly with women, and, I mean, being... Hormones and going through change of life and whatever all that we go through. Do we experience the effects differently than men?
1: Yeah, and and so that's the interesting thing is um, Men and women process stress differently they they are affected differently Women in particular when it comes to stress uh, We see the stats out there. They're twice as likely to feel anxious uh, have depression have insomnia than men are, they feel pain and chronic inflammation more, and that's one of the signs of, um, of high cortisol levels is just kind of this chronic inflammation and pain. Um, there's a lot of ways where women just unfortunately um, suffer differently and pretty intensely from chronic stress, and we've put a lot of research into looking at these issues, looking at these topics, and interviewing women and, and looking at the studies and unfortunately it's one of those things where women can get burned out very easily feel very overwhelmed in life and it affects them it, it affects them on a daily basis now i'm a guy <laughs> yeah, i mean i feel to you. stressed too so don't get <laughs> yeah. me wrong it's just interacts with me a little bit in, in a different way um but we know because of the female experience and just the different physiology that men and women have, uh, progesterone, estrogen, for example, are really affected by stress uh, and that can affect mood and, and a number of other things in their monthly cycles and all of this stuff, sleep patterns, all of that really gets, can overwhelm women and overwhelm women's bodies and kind of throw things out of whack.
0: Um I know. I actually, I think I've talked to you the last time you were on and uh, just about whatever we go through. And you said the difference between men and women, but um, I just personally, ever since menopause, the gaining of the weight and not Mm -hmm. being able to. So that's an aggravating. I don't know if that shows up as inflammation is that type of.
1: Yeah. So that's really an interesting topic. And women obviously go through different. I mean, there is um, andropause, you know, but menopause uh, is affects women differently Mm -hmm. and what normally should happen i don't know how long maybe we've always been stressed in america but say 200 years ago when things weren't quite as as stressful um, basically during menopause your body stops producing estrogen and progesterone and those types of hormones um, in your sex organs but your adrenal glands are supposed to take over And it's this shift in how that is produced. You need lower levels of it. So the body's like, eh, we're just going to let the adrenal glands do it. Well, the problem is, well, if we've been stressed for the last 20 years of our life, we're probably in some stage of adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. So when that process of taking over happens, your adrenal glands can't keep up. You're still probably trying to produce tons of cortisol and tons of stress. But your body's like, well, what am I going to do? You know, I have a choice here. I only have limited resources. What what am I going to go to? And the body's decision is stress and adrenaline and cortisol um, – are a way for our body to remove itself from danger. And everybody always talks about like, well, if you are being attacked by a bear, you know, fight or flight. Fight and, or flight. And, right. and you get this burst of, of adrenaline or if you're just chronically stressed. I mean, I personally don't know anybody that's been attacked by a bear. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everybody always says that. Um, but you get the idea. You kind of feel that racing heart. Um, but that can happen on kind of a lower level where your body is like, wow, I'm stressed and I need to produce this cortisol at the sacrifice of everything else.
0: I see, okay. And
1: so there's this um, concept called the pregnenolone steal, and I'm not going to get it too science-y on you here, but basically your body has a certain amount of resources, and cholesterol is kind of the the mother of all hormones. And your body can go, well, I'm going to use this cholesterol to produce cortisol and get me out of a dangerous situation, or I can use it in a healthy way to produce adequate levels of progesterone and estrogen and the decision by the body is always I need to remove myself from danger so it preferences cortisol at the sacrifice of all those other good hormones that should be circulating around in the body so then your body is like high in cortisol low in very beneficial uh, hormones and there's a number of side effects yeah and some of it can be weight gain It can be fatigue, it can be uh, mood and depression. I mean, it's, it's just this chronic fatigue and this inability for our adrenal glands that produce the cortisol to keep up. That's kind of the root cause of everything. That's why I always emphasize it's so important to understand this stuff. If there's anything that somebody can do in life, they should be focusing on reducing stress levels. And I think we all know it until you start connecting how important it is Mm -hmm. for your life and for your happiness and well-being.
0: And so even recognizing that, and I'm looking at and the list that you've been talking about, anxiousness, mood and hormones, sleep, um, all of these, how do you know, you know, we're living life, right? And we're all multitasking and all of this. Do you suggest writing things down and saying, oh my God, how did I get through this point? Like from point A to B and realize Wow, if you don't recognize the signs of being super stressed out.
1: Yeah. And it's okay. So it's funny. And, and I am, I'm going to say something and it's going to be controversial
0: uh, or, or
1: something that is th- something that nobody wants to hear, but there are very common triggers for excess cortisol and stress. And people don't realize how they are stressing themselves out just by making their own decisions. And I am sorry because mm-hmm. I am a chronic user myself. But coffee is one of the worst things that you can do if you're stressed out. Hmm. Uh, Coffee, that kind of racing heartbeat, it, it stimulates the body, but it also causes the body to release massive amounts of cortisol and stress hormone. Really? Yeah. So that second and third cup is literally liquid stress to the body. That's how your body views it. Well, sure, we need to stay awake and we want to be able to move and function and, and, and you know, get through the day. But just something as simple as that is knowing what actually causes these stress responses. That is really important. So, I mean, the first thing that I would suggest, and we all do it, is, you know, try to reduce caffeine. And I'm not saying eliminate it, but know that that is very much a trigger that people don't recognize the other thing, oh, boy, here we go, <laughs> is um, carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this uh, very kind of complex interaction in the body um, with high sugar levels and cortisol. And so, you know, and we're talking diet right now, and I can get into other triggers and, you know, environmental and and uh, life Um, circumstances and things, but I think these are really, really important because we do these things on a daily basis. Right. So very quickly, um, the body, when you eat high levels of any carbohydrate, and it doesn't really matter if it's a simple sugar, like actual sugar or something sweet, or if it's breads and pastas and rices and things like that. Uh, If you look back 100, 200 years, The amount of carbohydrates uh, is 10, 20 times what our body is used to getting. Mm -hmm. We just really uh, load up our diet with those types of foods where it used to be more plant-based and more protein-based. There's a really interesting reason why. Well, as the population grows, we need to feed the population. What's a really easy way to do that? Well, make a lot of corn, make a lot of rice, you know, make a lot of bread. We, it was very easy way to feed a population. So we just kind of naturally gravitated towards that as a society. When in reality, we're really hurting ourselves. And it's fine to have some bread and some pasta and stuff. But just knowing what that is doing is really important. So what ends up happening is, whether it's a simple sugar or a complex carbohydrate, it's still sugar to the body. The, the body digests complex carbohydrates down into sugars. Mm. And so there is a, a little bit of a difference in timing on how quickly it gets into the system. But sugar is sugar is sugar, and carbohydrates are sugars. So what we do is we overload our body with massive amounts of sugar floating around in our blood. And unfortunately, that is very dangerous to the body. And the body goes, oh, no. <laughs> I need to get this sugar out of my bloodstream. Okay, well, so it releases insulin. And unfortunately, the body doesn't have this amazing predictive model about how much, wait, did you eat two cups of rice or two and a half cups of rice? Like it just knows that there's too much and you got to get it out of the bloodstream. So unfortunately, there's this overreaction by the body. And what generally happens over a long period of time is we take out too much blood sugar. So if you've ever had this like sweets crash, half an hour, 45 minutes later, what's happening is the blood sugar spikes and then you drop in low blood sugar and that is equally as dangerous to the body. So how do we get more blood sugar back into our, it's this like up and down reaction. You release your stress hormone cortisol to then pull your blood sugar back up. So carbohydrates and sugars Actually, eventually end up causing a stress response just because of this up and down with sugars. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's some of those things where, on, I mean, I'm half Italian, you know, like I love my pasta. Right. I grew up on it. And I just kind of ended up really realizing, man, I would get like really kind of sluggish and tired and felt a little off and stressed. And I'm like, I kind of need to cut down on some of this stuff really can feel a lot better just by making some simple choices um on your diet
0: wow and it is so true the part of uh, carbs equal sugar and we mm-hmm. just don't often see that and it's always going to hit our bodies no matter what if you're eating it that way uh great information uh we have to take a quick break don't go away we will be right looking for healthier snack options mother's market sources organic and non-gmo small batch high quality great tasting nuts dried fruits snacks and candy the goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local mother's market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself.
1: Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause.
0: These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages.
1: The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor-formulated solutions at each stage with clinically-backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today.
0: Welcome back to the Mother's Market podcast. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons. All available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Tim Mount. And we're talking about uh, adaptogens and how we control stress, or we're going to anyway. Um, This has been interesting information, the no-nos to sugar and then the spiking of our cortisol, which equals stress. Talk to me about how we control that stress by the use of adaptogens.
1: Sure. Sure. Um, so when I went back to school, I became a certified master herbalist, which, um, I didn't even know what I was getting into when <laughs> I started learning about this stuff. Uh, you realize, uh, because I'm a clinical nutritionist also, um, that was really good information, the vitamins and the minerals and the macros and the micros and all that. Um, and then you get into herbology and it is extremely powerful, basically plant-based medicine. If we're going to call a spade a spade, you know, like that is what. we're we're studying is natural health and it's the way that humans have um been healing themselves and been um you know supporting their health for literally thousands of years and i absolutely love western medicine i think it is a lifesaver it has kept my mom alive for three decades um and it definitely has its place but there are things that we can do before we need some of those interventions. And when you're studying herbology, there's different classifications of herbs. Um, There is this very certain and distinct classification of adaptogens. And they're held in the highest regard. And so to become an adaptogen, you have to, in some way, help with stress and stress handling. You're not an adaptogen unless you do that. So every adaptogen has some type of stress control portion of its benefits. Now, there are some adaptogens that they might have a side effect here or there with long-term use. There are 10, 12 of them that are considered the quote-unquote treasures, which is an interesting word. I, I always feel a little woo-woo saying that, you know, like, <laughs> oh, the treasures. Um, but they're just really uh well-known well-accepted uh, adaptogens that are very powerful at controlling stress and each one of them and to be in this classification has to be um, applicable to multiple systems throughout the body so it's not just helping your stress response it's helping other things uh, and then it's also um, has no side effects and a long history of use hundreds of years of use So then herbologists can go, okay, well, I feel really comfortable. Somebody can take this long-term and get amazing benefits. So the amazing part of adaptogens is whether you're high or low in something, it will pull you to balance. So a lot of times I talk about high cortisol levels, right, high stress levels, and that could be one thing. Well, if you're adrenal fatigued, you might have low cortisol levels. Either way, it will help pull you either up or down to balance your stress response because there is such a thing as low stress response because you've been so stressed, you then don't have the resources and your adrenal fatigue um, has gone so far that you can't produce enough. So these adaptogens, it, it, if I could geek out herbal, herbologically totally. right now a little bit, like yeah. think about caffeine, right? Caffeine, it's one direction. You go up. Granted, there's the ADD crowd that might go down, but it's always one direction, right? Right. Um, And and most nutrients and herbal extracts have one action to it. How adaptogens actually can either pull somebody up or pull somebody down and just create this amazing homeostasis in the body is still kind of mind-blowing. Scientists don't really know what's going on and how it's doing that. But the same substance can, can, can do both it. way. Wow, yeah. that's
0: fascinating. Yeah,
1: and so uh, what ends up happening is you can either limit the amount of excess cortisol that's in the body, or uh, there is adrenal support that actually will heal the adrenal glands. Um, and so if you are adrenal fatigued, you can not be producing so much and continuing to stress them out and cause them to fatigue but also help rebuild them so then they can just support healthy levels by themselves so these adaptogens are really important and then you kind of get into well which ones like how do you take them why because there are a number of them but they have very specific secondary purposes um, that what you're looking for you would kind of choose one or the other depending upon your specific lifestyle or need or health benefit that you're looking for
0: okay that was my next question so you can't just go and say oh i want this and the just because it says adaptogens on it it's mm-hmm. going to balance me it, you i i'm i would work with you specifically to say
1: yeah and so good formulators in our industry kind of understand this point mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of good formulators and companies out there uh my kind of Expertise is in really targeted adaptogens mm-hmm. for whatever we're looking for. Um, for example, uh, we have a collagen product. It's called Glow Up, and it has uh, adaptogens in it. Well, I chose the adaptogen Shizandra because it has secondary skin benefits for skin inflammation. Well, if you're if you have a skin product and you want to control stress. Um, and build it up with collagen. It makes sense to use that Shazandra because it's really going to help with your complexion as well.
0: Plus, it's fun to say.
1: Yeah, I know, right? right. It is.
0: (laughs) Jazz hands. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so it's it's that type of thing where you want to, A, trust a brand and trust a formulator, um, or work with a naturopath that should understand that. And then, um, you know, there's popular ones. Like, we... Ginseng had its moment, and it's still maybe the best out there. Um, ashwagandha is super hot right now. like Everybody's heard of ashwagandha. Everybody knows. Do I think that ashwagandha is the best adaptogen in the world? You know, it's it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's great, and, and it's certainly not bad to take. So you probably could if you wanted to just take an adaptogen, like choose one and, and just do it for long term. Um, but you would probably get more benefit if you – We're choosing the adaptogens based upon a very specific thing or time of day. Some Mm -hmm. tend to be more energizing. Some tend to like maca is an energizing adaptogen. Great for female health. Also supports healthy female hormones and libido and those types of things where if I'm going to be putting maca in a formula, uh, we have something called happy start, which is a morning stress formula to prepare your body for the stress of the day that is more appropriate than I wouldn't put that in at night because right. you're going to be up on be night, up on night yeah. right? right? So it's those types of things. There's very subtle differences between each one, their energetics and, and the secondary systems that they help with that you would just kind of want to either do your research to understand that, work with somebody that's a professional or, you know, choose a company that kind of gets these these ideas.
0: How many adaptogens are there? You're naming. You oh,
1: God, both. I, I think many, there's more I... discovered every year. Really? You know, it's one of those things where um you can have adaptogenic properties Uh, there's only 11 treasures out there if you want to say that um but then you know i've rhodiola is like on the newer side of things whereas ginseng's been used for a thousand years there are lots of things that will have that adaptogenic property i would kind of stick with some of these really good ones um i the newest adaptogen and the buzzword of the last few years is CBD and I don't think people give it enough credit for its adaptogenic properties um, <clears throat> I think it might be maybe the master adaptogen wow. in the world if you think about it uh, your body doesn't have a ginseng receptor it doesn't have an ashwagandha receptor mm-hmm. your body has built an entire system hardwired into your body just like your nerves called the endocannabinoid system your body actually produces cannabinoids. Hemp and CBD is actually, they have receptor sites in your body just waiting for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the only goal of the endocannabinoid system is to create homeostasis within the body. So I think CBD is excellent if you can take it. I really suggest it. But, you know, the ginseng, ashwagandha, reishi, um, those types of things, I think the one that doesn't get enough love is Eleuthero uh siberian ginseng eleuthero is probably my favorite one Hmm. so you know kind of have to pick and choose or you can just take a bunch of the treasures and probably (laughs) get all the (laughs) benefits get get
0: everything Um, and so how should they be taken are they supplements is it liquid how are these how is it taken
1: so a couple things in herbology um there's this really um there's this misunderstanding in the public and actually Among health professionals, too, I don't think they get that there is a big difference between powders and herbal extracts. And that's kind of the first thing that you want to understand, where if you have turmeric, you have that in your pantry to season your food, right? right? It's a spice. And then you can take it as a supplement that is an extract. And so basically what they do is they take out all the stuff that doesn't really do anything that's bioactive, uh, that's not bioactive, and kind of condense it down and then make sure it's super pure and really bioactive for the body. And then that becomes standardized turmeric for curcuminoids. Mm. So I w- in almost all cases, I would always preference extracts okay. with the exception of maybe maca. But most of them you should do extracts. Then we start going into, wait a second, um, <clears throat> is this going to be like, you know, we're, we're used to the Tylenol and Advils of the world where you take it and 20 minutes later your headache is gone. Adaptogens need to have patience. Hey, if, if you've been chronically stressed for 20 years, taking one pill of an adaptogen is probably not going to fix the problem. <laughs> it's not That's a magic good. bullet, right? Right. So stick with it for a month or two. You start noticing some of those benefits pretty quickly. Um, the more you take them, the more it, you just kind of wake up one day and go, well, wow. like I feel right in a bad great. dream, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you're like, Woo, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it really should be a long term supplement. And they come in a lot of forms. We have gummies, we have powders, we have soft gels. I mean, however you want to take it, you just want it to be an extract and, and be a long term type of thing that you do.
0: That's great. So um the it, you kind of mentioned about how quickly you feel something. It could be like a month, it could be you know, a few weeks in there that,
1: yeah, I think, um, there are some that work fairly quickly. I don't, I, there, you know, if you're super stressed out, we have something called the relaxation gummy and, um, you'll notice it in 15 minutes. It has some CBD, it has some other adaptogens in it. Um, but really the great benefit is supporting those tissues and and long-term use. So it's kind of this dual benefit of a lot of them do act quickly. Um, but, but, we want to stop the problem and not put a Band-Aid on it right. in the first place. You
0: know? So, okay, and that, it kind of goes back to a question I asked you in the beginning, whereas, you know, you we know when we're stressed, when we're in the height of it, but what if it is something like long-term chronic stress and maybe you don't realize it, but then you had, like, the saliva test or whatever and it peaked really high? Uh, is it, you have sort of a, what do we take for that, and how do you know that that's going to kind of the same? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it's some long-term trauma that you had a long time ago, and it's just eating at you, but you didn't realize it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we all have yeah, I guess those so, things going true. on, yeah. you know. And I, whether you think you're stressed out or not, you you're are. probably <laughs> stressed out, right? Yeah. Like um, just It's just the human a condition right now. Ellen, yeah. Um, I uh, The great news is that there is no side effects okay. from these great adaptogens. So you could probably just take it on faith that you need it and it's going to be good for you. Um, especially like reishi ashwagandha these days, um, are great. Reishi has secondary immune benefits, so it really strengthens your immune system. Um, and you know, any of those other ones will, you will notice a benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, think months or years, not days or weeks.
0: Because there's no side effects. You're just yeah. only doing, you're only adding to your army. That's, yeah. you know, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, Great information. I could talk to you all day, and I know there's a lot more, so we're going to have to have you back on. But in the meantime, check out the website, wingedwellness.com, and you'll find out about Tim's company. Thank you so much, and we look forward to your next visit.
1: Great. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Why not shop online and let mothers have your order ready for you when you get to the store? Go online to mothersmarket.com and place your order today.